a religious spirit that fosters pretenders will not be tolerated. God wants honesty, not lip service, hearts not appearances, let your yes be yes and your no be no. As Jesus said. Acts 5 starts out with a rather disturbing story, not one we expect to see in the New Testament. A man and wife in the early church, caught in a lie and apparently struck dead as a result. But a certain man named Ananias, with Sapphira his wife, sold a possession. And he kept back part of the proceeds, his wife also being aware of it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. 3 But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? While it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men but to God. Acts 5 1-4. But remember, it is the same God on both sides of Matthew chapter 1. Sin is still sin and God still desires hearts that are honest before Him and are appreciative of the grace and mercy given. The difference is that we now have direct access to that God through His Son Jesus Christ and we are now His temple, and the Holy Spirit now lives in us so we better pay attention to what we do with that access and what kind of condition we keep that temple in. Ananias and Sapphira were trying to make themselves appear sacrificially generous and thereby godly in the eyes of Peter and the church. What they did not realize was that lying to the church, the body of Christ, and to those anointed to lead in that body, was tantamount to lying to God. The Holy Spirit of Christ was leading the church through Peter, and the other apostles, thus a lie to them concerning things of the Lord was a lie to the Holy Spirit. And this could not be allowed. Sudden death seems a harsh thing for a small crime, small to us but huge to God. The fallen nature of man makes lying all too acceptable, but with God, not so much, especially among the newly birthed church. And if not dealt with here and now, nipped in the bud, it would be a condition that might only worsen and spread to the rest of the body. And, if this behavior is allowed to stand, the strength of character that would be such a vital part of following Jesus in their hostile world would be destroyed. Character cannot be faked, holiness cannot be faked. Lying and deceit is the antithesis to holiness and character. Jesus compared this condition, when he perceived it in the Pharisees, to whitewashed tombs. They look good on the outside but inside they are full of dead men's bones. That pretend holiness would not be tolerated in the fledgling church. Peter, and the Spirit, deals with it immediately and decisively. A religious spirit that fosters pretenders will not be tolerated. A religious spirit is one that pretends to be godly. And it is from the devil himself. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? Acts 5 3. Satan mimics everything good and then perverts it, even holiness. It is his greatest deceit. Pretend holiness in the flesh to make one look good, as opposed to genuine heart surrender with no concern for one's image, deceives others, and sometimes even yourself, into thinking you are godly. But, like the prophet Samuel had told Saul so many years earlier, obedience is better than sacrifice. Peter no doubt remembered the time when he became the mouthpiece of Satan when he voiced what seemed like a holy sentiment at the time as he tried to steer Jesus away from the cross. Jesus looked him straight in the eye and commanded, Get behind me, Satan! For you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. So, in that sense, it was not Ananias and Sapphira who were being rebuked per se, but Satan himself, and these two were victims of his deceit, like Judas who hardened his heart to the point where he allowed himself to betray the Lord even knowing that Jesus knew he was lying to his face about his loyalty. Death became his end also. So being honest before the Lord. Honest to God, 
is critical if you want to stay free of the enemy's influences and to be in a place where you can be trusted by the Lord to be used for His purposes, to fulfill the plan He has for you and be blessed in the process with joy in your heart and a peace of mind. Pretenders. It's all kind of sobering if you ask me. How many times have I stretched the truth, led others to believe I was more godly, generous, obedient or committed than I really am? It's especially tempting for someone who is prone to be codependent, as I am. I want to play by all the rules, make everyone happy and make myself praiseworthy, especially those in power. Okay, maybe I'm not that way anymore so much. If you have been around me for a while, and especially if you read last week's blogs, https colon slash slash wordpress.com slash block editor slash post slash blog.hopechapelredlodge.com slash 3424 you know I am largely over the submissive obedience thing for the sake of looking good. The Lord has fanned to flame the barbarian heart of the warrior in me so I am a recovering codependent. By the grace of God and the freedom found in Christ. But it is still tempting to want to appear to have it all together for Christ, or appear to be suffering and giving more for Christ than you really are. Or at least make sure you are getting noticed and getting credit for all that you do. Unfortunately it seems that is more the norm in the church than the exception. Churches are known as a place where people come together and act like they have it all together and that they are blessed into eternal bliss because of all their sacrifice and obedience, and oh yeah, faith. You are not going to see a lot of that in my church. I won't put up with it especially if it is being done in a way that knocks others down. People who are wanting to climb the look at me I'm super godly ladder often do so by stepping on others to make themselves look higher up that ladder than they really are. That's what I call a religious spirit. And I have tangled with those many times. I have cast more than one religious spirit out of our building. This barbarian preacher can spot a pious faker a mile away. And the spirits they leave behind leave a real sour taste. Just like the faces of those they deceive, sour. But the main reason I won't put up with those lying sour spritz, and why you don't see a lot of pretension here, is because we foster an environment of honesty. If you're a mess, we want to know you're a mess, so that we can love on you and pray for you. If you are lying to the Spirit via your brothers and sisters in the church, and to the pastor, you cannot be prayed for and ministered to by those who are moving in the Spirit and in the authority of the Spirit. We are all real people here who just happen to know an awesome God and we are all on a journey to know Him better and to learn to follow Him more closely. Pretension only gets in the way of that. Our eternal souls are too important to jeopardize by playing games. And life is too short to play at being perfect when the truth can set you free but to receive and benefit from truth you have to be truthful. There is an unalterable law in God's creation, you reap what you sow.